You're listening to the Slow Ride podcast. Likes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. The Slow Ride Podcast. And on Twitter at the Slow Ride Pod. Enjoy the ride. Hello and welcome to the 355th episode of the Slow Ride Podcast. They all just melt together, boys. This is Tim in Orlando, Florida. Hey, this is Matt, feeling rusty in Minneapolis. And this is Spencer, newly moved into Holyoke, Massachusetts. Holyoke. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that hurts our cred or raises the cred, but either way, Spencer, congratulations on the new house and the new studio. Looks great. Well, you know, Western Mass is known for producing all the pros, uh, like Stephen Hyde and Anthony Clark and uh, mm-hmm. Alan Noble. So, oh, you mean Western Florida? I'm sorry. So, do I, I hear a comeback? Hyde. A, a comeback in your future, Spencer? Does this There's mean a comeback the... in my future. Uh, you've been out training. You got a new training routes, making you hit some new power numbers. You got oh, whoa! Do you have out of town form? I. We're going to see. I might have out-of-town form. We've gone we we deep into this that. Yeah. in the past. Yeah. Um, in a long time. The big thing thing about Western... years. <laughs> right. The big thing about Western Massachusetts is it's hilly out here. Um, so I can't really go in any direction without climbing. So I, yeah. I know Tim knows no has no idea what I'm talking about. I understand mm-hmm. that. But little guy, you you should understand how how the out of town form will come pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. I understand. I, I, I just did a little uh, trip into Michigan and I, I felt faster on the trip. So maybe I had a little like trip out of town form because when I came back, I tried to do a 60, 70 mile ride and I completely blew up my knee. Um, huh. Just riding along normally on a bike. I've ridden many times. My knee just totally broke. And so uh, out of town form, I was flying on them yeah. those trails, got home, Broke myself, so um, I guess uh, out of town um, form, uh, home broken is how it works. Maybe, uh, maybe your body knew that you were just yeah. on vacation, that you had been trying to fake the funk and pass off out of town form as just vacation form, which is not the same. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't. Who knows how I really was? I was always riding by myself, so uh, you know, uh, you feel fast sometimes. I'm. <laughs> it was really out of town form or not. That's a good hey. strategy, actually. I am super fast as well, but I only ride by myself. Yeah. As much as I enjoy this conversation, as your 2020 Slow Ride Podcast Everest champion here in Central Florida, uh-huh. it, it, I do think we need to um, steer this along because we have taken two weeks off. So there's so much to discuss. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the top of the agenda for last week's podcast that didn't happen was the um, the Arctic Race uh, Best Climbers jersey, which... <laughs> Was a salmon. I love it. I yeah, absolutely that, love it. So you can just imagine the five minutes we would have spent on that. Oh. Um, also, uh, little guy, we got hit up on Instagram. Um, you were just telling us in the green room about a listener that found two clines in a friend's future house. 
Yeah, if I'm remembering this right, which I didn't, I, I told you guys, and then I didn't go back and reread the, <laughs> the message from, from Josh Weiss, Weiss, I'm pronouncing it right. Well, I'm but, very disappointed that you've already forgotten this. I mean, this is a pretty big well, deal. Someone rem- contacted us about getting us a <laughs> some clients. I quite said that. He sort of jokingly asked if I if I was interested in them, and then when Did I was like... Did you jokingly say yes? I, 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 I went back and was like, is that... Is that two clients? Like, you know, he hit a couple clients on a on a trunk rack, and he said something to the effect of like a buddy of his got a house and uh, moved in, and the previous owners just left their uh, client stage road bikes in the garage, which is crazy. That's like the first thing you pack. I don't it even is. understand I, how that happens. I can attest to that, having just packed my entire house and moved right it across because <laughs> like, they're the first thing you can excess you know like in the garage mm-hmm. like you have to move the bikes to get to all whatever the well, heck else is in there i'm doing the heavy lifting for you here little guy um they're in boulder colorado i'm pretty kind sure we can just uh um now i did not see the picture of what kind of bikes they are do you remember what they were they were the stage what the klein stage okay I think so, so they weren't the mantra so you no, no, should have said bikes. yes here's bikes. my address okay <laughs> Well, so uh, I they didn't look like they were my size, so I just passed it up. And I know that you, Tim, already a proud client owner. You're riding that thing mm-hmm. all the time, right? <laughs> it's still in a box. It's still in a I box. So three years ago. In no way do you need um, another client. Spencer just moved. He can't deal with another package, another box showing up in his life. No. He'll think it's for the kitchen. Not. He'll try to make a cup of coffee. He'll open it up. What's he going to do with a headset? He, he needs a coffee well, maker, you know? You know, I do. Uh, speaking of that, I do have the Chris King headset tamper for my espresso machine so okay well maybe <laughs> that do. would work just fine yeah <laughs> maybe i, I don't know, do know what to do with that well, so. well what's the interchangeability <laughs> between like a campy and a chris king coffee uh-huh. thing you know i don't know how yeah, that no, works how they, yeah well little guy we're gonna have to talk about this in the uh, green room post uh podcast but i think if anyone ever wants to donate a client as long as it's not a mantra you can send it to me here in florida i'll take it um we can join the other boxes well in josh's uh, defense i think he did donate them to a better cause than us three yeah dumbo there are many many better causes (laughs) than this pod but it brings up a good point we should probably get a p.o box for people to send their old clients to if they uh they're looking for homes (laughs) maybe we can maybe we can start like a client sanctuary or something like that that could be our our charitable cause that's a good like where clients go out to retire where Mm -hmm. they go to rust yeah we give them a good home we take care of them we feed them water them lube the chains you know take Mm -hmm. them for a spin once a week or something hello all your fellow cats and clinies or whatever like from uh tiger king yeah, see what I was doing there? Real pop culture reference from 2020. The, Guys, let's get into the excitement. <laughs> um, of course, I'm talking about the Vuelta, the third and final Grand Tour of the season. And right away, let's kick it off with the prologue, non-prologue, apparently. Because I guess when it's eight kilometers, they won't call it a prologue. They'll call it a time trial. But um, the major... Sh- yeah, there's a I rule. Think- I think it's like seven and a half kilometers, right? Really? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's kind of ridiculous. That's so like they extended it. They extended it like three city blocks so they didn't have to call it a prologue. But we did get this great email from Brian Williams. Um, shout out to Brian Williams, by the way. Just just owning the name. I love it. Um, I, I love this email. Everything about it. Um, hey, Slow Ride crew. First time caller. Long time listener. Hopefully you've watched and caught up on the... Footage of the first stage of the Vuelta by now. Otherwise, disregard this 
the rest of this as I'll spoil part of it, a uh, part of the outcome. Uh, Spencer, I'm already like that. That's the warning for you. Do you, yeah. do you want me to continue? <laughs> all right. All right. I'm sure you're as pleased as I am to once again, see an American in a grand tour Jersey with Sepp Cuss as the first KOM Jersey holder at this Vuelta. And then he's got an asterisk. The Vuelta's KOM jersey is the superior KOM jersey, right? Dots are better than no dots, and bigger dots are better dots. Very, very true. I agree with that. Well, I'm going to disagree. I actually think the dots have been superseded by the salmon jersey. But, um, (laughs) you know, in the classic style, I guess in a grand tour, if you're going to be hoity-toity about things, Dots are okay, I guess, if you're into traditional stuff and can't be eight speed and all that trash. But if you're a if you're a Dura Ace person, if you're a Di two or a um, you know whatever the Wi-Fi SRAM one is called, um, you're you know you're a salmon jersey kind of person. And if you haven't seen the salmon jersey, go look it up. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, you get it? You guys get it, right? Salmon's they swim upstream, so it's like they're climbing. Mm-hmm. No, no, I get it. It's yeah, a great, it's great jersey. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah, yeah. let's l- let's go back to it a couple more times. I love it. I, th- I think it's I think it's fantastic. I'll, I'll um, be sure to. Yeah. So is there? A, uh, never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead, Dad. Let's no, go. No, 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 no. I, it wasn't fully formed. Just let it die. Okay. <laughs> Don't worry. I'll revisit it again later. Right. I'm sure you're as pleased as I am once again see the American and Grand Tour jersey with Sepp Cuss as the first KOM jersey holder at the Vuelta. What might have been missed in the shuffle was that a few riders opted to ride the ITT on a road bike to win the KOM jersey, with the expectation that road bikes would be superior to time trial bikes on the climb. Mm-hmm. One of these intrepid, intrepid road bike selectors was the Peloton's token Duck Dynasty cosplayer and all-around cycling villain. Unfortunately, this anonymous Q's time was slower than Sepp Cuss on the climb by 10 seconds, oh. despite Cuss using a time trial bike, resulting in zero KOM points as well as the sixth slowest ITT on the day. Ouch. Now, I don't think this event is beltworthy, but some sort of accolade should be bestowed upon Cuss for the international flex and the KOM jersey, perhaps a tip of the chateau or the chef's kiss emoji. I'll defer to the experts on this one. Thanks for reading. Keep up the good work. Brian from sunny San Diego. This is part where I encourage you guys to come down and bike in San Diego. We have it all. Mountain bikes, coastal roads, brutal climbs, gravel, gravel, and outdoor velodrome. And we have a couple of friends of the pod from San Diego that have been telling us to come down there for years to come ride. That's true. Um, Many listeners. I've never been. Should go. So guys... What's up with the people bringing a road bike? You think the, I mean, come on, like, don't the bike companies have someone there at the the race to say like, nope, you must use the time trial bike. Hey, no. if it's faster, like, it's it just faster. seems, it's definitely yeah. But give it a go. The time trial bike's gonna be faster. The climb was only like three percent. Yeah, I agree. And it's eight k. Like, I mean, you just know, shaving, you might as well bring the, that goofy, bring the track bike. Shaving his beard would have made up that time. So. <laughs> I would have helped him in a lot of different ways. Um, yeah. But yeah, this climb came, but I think it peaked out at around two and a half K into the course and the whole rest of the course is downhill and flat. And I, I just feel like there was enough flat ground for the TT bike to really crush him. Um, but I respect the choice. I do. I do like to see him get crushed. So I think it was the right move uh, for this rider. 
Hey, if I forgot to pack Quinn Simmons' TT bike and I was the equipment manager for the team, I too would say that that was what he was trying to do. <laughs> what do you What do you guys think of Brian's um, creative nickname of Duck Dynasty cosplayer? I kind of kind of like this. <laughs> it's pretty good. It works. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the uh, it's the only older reference than the Tiger King one that you made uh, so far. So you know. But Brian is from San Diego, where Comic Con is. Like, I could see that this being a you know a thing. Maybe um, cosplaying is a uh, got a certain you know. Yeah, it's in the water down there. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Okay. Um, wonder- <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll have to go down and check it out one of these days. Yeah. Well, so then the Vuelta continued on to day two. Well, day one, obviously, um, Roglic just mm-hmm. stamped authority on it, and he's going to be the winner at the end of this Did thing, you- right? Do you, um, probably, I mean, I know we time trials are kind of whatever or TTs or prologues or whatever you want to call this one, but, uh, 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 uh Alex, uh, around Baru, mm-hmm. uh, who finished second place, yep. sat in the hot seat the entire day only to be beaten by the last guy to go. Yeah. That how, 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 how rough is that? At least he beat him by four seconds, you know, so he probably knew it was going to happen. I think. But it would be pretty rough. The worst part is, like, you know that dude just wanted to go take a shower. You know, like, like you're wearing your bibs the whole time. Like, nobody wants to sit around in their bibs that long. (laughs) I don't care how nice your bibs are. I don't care who your clothing sponsor is. You do not want to spend the whole day after you do a TT just sitting in your sweaty bibs. No. That's the thing that that stinks, you know? (laughs) Like, I don't know. Literally. Yes, definitely. Yeah. I was, yeah. I, I have to admit, I, I was hoping that, um, Michael Matthews was going to be able to be the one to put on the, uh, the red uh, Jersey. And now he's so sitting, close. he's 10 seconds down. Yeah. I mean, he, he put in a decent sprint today on the first, first road stage finishing. I don't know what the heck he finished. He lost to Philipson, but finished third, uh, finished third. So he was there. He just hit out a little too early. So there's there's still a chance, Timmy. We still have a chance of seeing our new. You're not going to see him in the red jersey because tomorrow is the summit finish. Well, that's but... true. We do have the summit finish on Monday, <laughs> but you never know. He can climb pretty well. Um, um, so, this is sort of. Oh, okay. I was going to say this is sort of uh, Volta adjacent, which uh-huh. is that the other day I was thinking uh, to myself, how come uh, Quickstep didn't send Almeida to the Volta? It seemed crazy that they sent him to 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 Poland and where he crushed everybody and won the tour of Poland. And then I went over to his, uh, cause I was like, he'd be the obvious GC choice for them. They only have a sprinter. Otherwise I went over to his, uh, like learners pro cycling page. He has signed for UAE for next, for one, two, ah. three, four, five seasons through 2026. So, uh, yeah. Patrick Lafarge, our favorite, uh, guy being a jerk as always. And basically pissing away a chance for a top five at a grand tour yeah. uh, just for spite. Uh, I like that Almeida still is just cleaning up for them. Well, let's, uh, let's go that. on that tangent. Let's go on that tangent. Let's continue just down the route that um, I was, it was pointed out to me today as I was um, reflooring the uh, garage apartment, um, uh-huh. you know, putting down some vinyl flooring mm-hmm. and Beautiful. Uh, one of friends, the pod was like, Hey, is that some quick step flooring you got there? And I was like, absolutely not. Um, I'm over it. I'm not, I'm not buying any quick step flooring after, uh, Patrick LaFaire's 
comments that were made just before we would have recorded, but remember we took this nice two-week vacation, so we didn't have to deal with it that much, where he equated um, Sam Bennett's return to Bora Hansgrohe as that of uh, domestic violence uh, victim re- re- you know, returning back to uh, the household yeah. and just you know, decided terrible. to poke some fun. And then he goes in and just does the classic, um, you know, oh, sorry, Mia culpa, shouldn't have said that after he got some feedback. And, you know, guys... At what point are the sponsors just going to pull the the trigger on this and just like kick him to the curb? I don't understand why this isn't the first time he's made horrible comments like this. The other mm-hmm. ripe example is how he treated the waitress that yeah. was um, victim mm-hmm. of you know some sexual harassment, if not unwanted. Um, I, I I guess it wasn't touching, but anyways, what happened in Ar- Argentina? Yeah, um, mm-hmm. with Elio Caisa and. He still maintains some of the biggest contracts and sponsorships in cycling. It's ridiculous. Any other yeah. sport, they would have fired this guy or cut ties. And I think the sponsors need to start being held to account in in, in this level of a, uh, you know, something needs to happen yeah. here. I uh, I agree. Um, I think uh, you know the team still wins races and they win more than any other team and a lot of. Uh, Sponsors, unfortunately, uh, are, are seeming to place that above um, decency, which is unfortunate. And uh, yeah, I think you're right, Tim. They should start being called out, probably. And I wouldn't be surprised if this if he's one of the... I, I'm sure we could probably find some quotes. Maybe the listeners will slow ride. I'd be interested to hear like what his written comments or verbal comments are on like a women's tour to France and others. I mean, Quickstep does not have a women's world tour team. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's few. and they definitely have the budget, Brilliant. and it, it just to me it, it, you know, he can just write a mea culpa and then we move on and then you know, I don't know. It just, anyways, you're not getting a free pass on the slow ride podcast, Pat. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy that Specialized has stuck with them for so long. <laughs> that's that's the thing that kind of blows my mind. Well, um, Quick Steps definitely disappointed that I didn't buy flooring from them as well. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm they're, sure yeah. they're pulling out of the whole yeah, North American market now. Yeah, it's going to hurt yep. their Q th- Q3 numbers um, pretty bad. So, But little guy, you bring uh, up a good point. I'm surprised they're still sticking with them. Or like at least not like a vocal comment, like disowning the commentary, right? Like mm-hmm. at some point, wouldn't that be the, the route? Yeah. You know, the the other bit of, uh, of, of little guy's um, nuggets of information there earlier uh, uh, in the other direction is UAE signing guys for four five and six years right now man this is wild yeah this is uncharted territory in cycling where we're uh surprised if anybody gets you know two years instead of a one-year contract no totally Um, i haven't seen something like this since uh roberto harras uh you know went to postal um (laughs) and uh god knows any other rider that went to postal for multiple years Mm -hmm. i mean it's almost like uae is following in the footsteps of a certain <laughs> Thomas Weissel production. Um, I mean, I wasn't going to go that far, but uh, I, I, I think it, um, I think it, it stakes a claim for UAE that they're going to be around for a while. Um, they are saying, you know, we are a team of the future uh, mm-hmm. for better or worse. Um, and that they're building a, a team that's going to be strong enough to win long-term, you know, which is, it's it's more of a, a, a um, other professional sports style of team building, you know, soccer teams, football teams, baseball teams, all this stuff. Try to build up a championship contender for 
a, a several years window mm-hmm. and then they need to rebuild, right? Mm-hmm. So full we haven't seen this though. kind of thing. Yeah. Like well, it's, even it's, Ineos and stuff are shifting guys around every season, you know? Yeah. Well, it's crazy if you click on, like if you, a lot of times if you look, you know, like you try to look at who's on a team next year, you can find a bunch of riders. But if you try to look two years out, maybe they have like three riders signed. <laughs> it's very crazy to look at 2026 UAE Emirates and be like, well, they'll have mm-hmm. Almeida and Pogacar. I know that. Yeah. I know they'll have that core. And that's crazy. Yeah. So let's, let's go to that level. So here's my question to you guys. They're clearly going the route that buy up the competition. We've seen Team Sky do it. We've seen Team Postal do it, right? They take these top riders, they give them a fat contract, and they basically build around, in this case, it's going to be Pogacar. And yeah, they Pogacar, need other options, I think, too. They, they well, need other I, options. I think that's part of it. I, I, I think that the important thing here, though, little guy, is that Pogacar clearly is going to be the guy that is going to win the next four or five Tour de France's. We're going through another cycle where it's going to be, you know, we had a nice transitional champion and now we're moving into another <laughs> dynasty and the dynasty uh-huh. is going to be Pogacar. Um, so here's my question to you. Who's the Jan Ulrich in this conversation? You take away the whole doping aspect, but who's going to be the lovable <laughs> loser? Who's going to be the guy that maybe could have won it once and be second? I mean, clearly it's got to be Roglic at this point, right? Yeah, probably. I mean, it's hard to... S- well... Yeah, yes and no. I mean, man, Roglic to me feels more kind of strangely like a Tommy Rominger from the 90s and that Rominger crushed the Volta, was really good at other stuff and just never could put mm-hmm. it together at the Tour. And mm-hmm. obviously, we have to always say, asterisk probably besides the doping, let's hope so, <laughs> um, with all these comparisons. <laughs> so you think maybe then it's Bernal? Well, I don't know. It's, I don't know. Bernal's obviously clean up. Like, Ulrich... Ulrich won the tour one. and won the Volta, right? And he yeah. podium, but he never won anything else. And it's weird because we're in the situation where Pogacar seems so dominant, but you have Bernal that's very likely a, a top three candidate to win this Volta and then become one of a handful of riders to ever win all the Grand Tours. So it's it's not like and and Roglic is looking at cleaning up his third Volta in a row. So it's not like these guys aren't winning. Yeah, they, no, don't feel, like Ulrich, they don't feel as know. lovable loser as Ulrich to me. Ulrich felt like always yeah. shooting himself in the foot. And I don't know. Because he was also, like, of, <laughs> well, he, he was well, also sh- like the victim of like the East German sports regimen, you know, like, I mean, yeah, there's all that, sho- that. He always yeah. showed up overweight every season. And it was always, it just felt like it was always something. And as much as Roglic has had trials and tribulations, it's like he crashes. It's never like Roglic shows up and you don't think the guy's going to tear someone's legs off i mean look that's the a, way you just right. showed that's back a fair point at the volta like a, everyone's a game it's just that everyone falls down in the first two stages of every grand tour <laughs> as we saw that's a, to, that's a to, today point. on the first stage i don't know i don't know spencer do you have somebody i don't have anybody i can't think of anybody who's a lovable well, loser the gummy i mean you bear, could pretty but, much i mean af- after rogue like you could pretty much take your pick of whoever uh from yumbo visma um yeah. Visma is a small uh, software company in Norway, in case you were wondering. Um, I was wondering. Hey, is there any races that happen in Norway? There's a couple. Uh, they got a salmon jersey. It's beautiful. Oh, uh, it's for the climbing. Because salmons, oh, I, when they... Um, oh, I get it. I know, know, I get it. I get it. Yeah. That's they good. go upstream. They're like the only fish that does that. 
That's good. That's good. Um, and the jersey, so it looks like a salmon, but it's not cool like the old Vuelta jersey with the little fish on it. Best jersey uh, it's, ever. It's like a sliced in half. It's like the inside of a salmon. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, it's kind of like you really got to look at it to understand it. Um, I think you could describe it a little bit better. But the, the old Vuelta jersey with the fishes, what was that for again? Was that climbers jersey? I think it was Sprinter. My, in my yeah, mind, yeah, when I think of it, it's always Thor wearing it. Yeah, I don't was, know what that is. I don't know if you Google it. That's just what you get, but that's what it is in my head. So. Yeah, that's all I remember too. That's yeah. yeah, that's a good memory right there. What were we even talking guys, about before we started talking about Norway? Oh, lovable losers. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Tor <Torhuchel>. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. From from lovable loser to world champion, and right back to lovable loser. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, Tor. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we got a lot of contenders, right? Like, you got your Carapazes, you got your Bernals, you got Maybe your... It's Carapaz. Uh, yeah, you got all these guys. Um, it could be Tao Gigenhart. It could be Sepp Kuss. It could be, um, you know, I mean, any number of folks. Um, Carapaz I don't, did did just win the gold. Allrich won yeah. gold. I mean, the, the, I th- you know, the string is... Com- this red string is coming together. This kind of lines up. That's true. Um, uh any any one of them, I I don't think are 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 um, a step below Pogacar, but with the team they're putting together and the in the for uh, the forward thinking team building that they're doing for years in advance, I, you know it's tough to say who's gonna who's gonna compete. But mm-hmm. I did I did forget all about that gold medal because I I was thinking he had bronze because of the paint job that Pinarello did to that bike. Yeah. Just an absolute oh, travesty. It should. Yeah. It, yeah it and I, I appreciate you. I appreciate you bringing that up. And also the helmet, the copper helmet that uh, he's wearing. <laughs> um, I mean, bring back GVA. Am I right? I mean, mm-hmm. this is just, you know, the I good news is five we only years the, was enough, but clearly not. <laughs> the good news is we only have three years of this travesty that uh, Carapaz is winning or wearing. Sorry. Um, Hey, Spencer, pop quiz, Arctic race uh-huh. of Norway 2021, uh, uh-huh. the King of the Mountains winner in the salmon no jersey, no Frederick Devernes of Team Coop. Uh, oh, obviously, obviously. Uh, God. Of Norway. Uh, I can't believe I didn't get that. Absolutely slayed it. Uh, by the way, good looking jersey for Team Co-op. Um, very good. Uh so we got this Carapaz thing. We got the Vuelta happening. Um, little guy, now is the moment where I cede control to you to tell me why the Vuelta should be three weeks and <laughs> it is the greatest of all the uh, Grand Tours. Yeah, you have the floor. I mean, we know, I don't want to argue the three weeks. We know it's the greatest tour because it's the last chance saloon. You got guys fighting for contracts. You got guys like mm-hmm. Fabio Aru retiring at the end of the race in good form, a former Volta winner, his last mm-hmm. race. He's not going to win it. Come on, let's admit it. But if he did place high in GC and maybe win a stage, that's that's a way to go out. Uh, but you got now, you got you, you got a lot you of good plot lines. think he's got a stage in him? You get, he's got to have a stage, right? He's got a stage in him. I hope he goes for stages. I hope he doesn't pay attention to GC and just goes out with a mountain stage because we want to see that pain face off the front. I mean, that's that's what we need yeah. one more time. You know? Do you think? We, um, do you think he has stage sixteen in him? 
Oh, I hope so. I haven't looked at the profile. I, I haven't looked at the profile either, but I assume that's the one he's I'm circled an, in red pen on the calendar. We're recording this Sunday, so let's hope by the time this comes out, he's already won stage uh, stage two or, <laughs> or stage three, I guess it technically is, um, on the mountaintop here on Monday. Uh, but we've got a lot of good plot lines, as usual. Uh, I'm hoping for Carthy, but we got Ineos obviously coming with the three-pronged attack again, Bernal, Carapaz, and Yates. Uh, so obviously the infighting is usual. It's just, there's a lot of fun stuff. It's the best grand tour. Mm-hmm. Even if you think it should only be two weeks, Timmy, why don't you I, go? Watch? I think two weeks did would you make watch, it way more exciting. Did you watch the tour of Poland, Tim? No, of course not. Okay. I well, was I'm just busy. saying you don't watch smaller <laughs> tours. You only watch grand tours. So that's why they make them three weeks and they tell you they're grand. Oh. So then you'll pay attention. Otherwise you don't <laughs> ah. pay attention. Right. All right. All right. Bravo. Gotcha. W- w- way to gotcha. do that little guy. Oh, wow. It's um, not like it didn't hey, look, have I, a good lineup of, of racers. I know you were in I the mean. woods. Yeah. I know you were in the woods, um, away. That's, that's why we didn't record on the podcast for two weeks. I I've been sitting here, uh, every last two Sunday nights waiting for you to, <laughs> yeah. to appear. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did, did yeah. you, did you feel disturbance in the force when the Aru announcement came down? Cause you were away from your phone because I know I tried texting you and nothing was working. Um, did you, <laughs> so, did, how did you find out what was your reaction? How did you, what happened? Okay, so I let me explain this. I have T-Mobile. It's terrible. Don't get T-Mobile, people. This is an ad for not having <laughs> T-Mobile. The second I leave... There goes uh, that sponsorship opportunity. Yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> the second I leave a large metropolitan area, I lose coverage. So we went to Michigan with the UP, uh, went down to Traverse City, saw some family, and went back up through Michigan and up to Bayfield in Wisconsin, general route. I had no service for 11 of the 12 days. One day I did have service. I finally turned my phone on for a second, and holy cow, Katie Compton just tested positive. I'm like, what the, what the what? So we'll talk about that, obviously. I put my yeah. phone down. I look at some stuff on that. I'm like, oh, I'm just going to pay attention to the trip. This is terrible. This is depressing. Next time I pick up my phone, Fabio Aruz were on some good form. What? Why are people talking about him like, like he doesn't exist anymore? Oh, because he's retiring. Shock and awe. I put my phone back down. We drive home. I, I, that's how it went. Boy, that is. Uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry, little guy. That must have been a horrible day for you. It was. It was a weird way that I. Uh, the one time a year I I don't pay attention to cycling too much. The mm-hmm. first yeah. things I have to get are two bits of news I don't want. Well, yeah, we we, we try and take a break after the tour uh, every year for for some recovery for a little R and R on the podcast and. Um, you know, this this year we ended up. Uh, you were lost in the woods, and I was mm-hmm. moving, and so it it uh, it all didn't come together for uh, for a full two weeks there. And I feel like we collectively missed a lot of big yeah. stories that yeah. don't usually happen. This is a quiet time. This should be a downtime. Yeah. And uh, well, yeah, we've got a lot to stuff discuss. Was literally popping. Yeah. Well, gentlemen, there's so much more to talk about. Um, and we're going to get cracking on the poppin' in just a moment. But we need to check in with our very own Slow Ride Podcast correspondent who has an interview with the many faces of Aru. Of course, I'm talking about third place finisher on stage two of the Vuelta, Michael Matthews. Let's go to the pre Hi, I'm Hugh Carthy from Education First Pro Cycling, and I don't listen to the Slow Ride podcast. 
right, guys, here we are in the pre lap once again. Major shout-outs to all the listeners and supporters of the Wide Angle Podium Network. We may have taken two weeks off, but not these folks. These <laughs> folks continue to support the pod, um, keeping us on the air, keeping us moving. Um, so thank you. Head on over to WideAnglePodium.com and find out how you can become a listener or a supporter of the network. There's so much good that is still continuing to happen. Carterium Nation is continuing to cover... Cycling, Michael Bodenheimer jumped in for the legend Rob Kelly to talk about the Leadville crit and some other, uh, or Littleton crit, sorry, and a couple of other crits leading into the Birmingham um, race this weekend. Also, major shots, shout outs to uh, Bill Scheichen over at Cyclocross Radio, who has Haley Batten on this week's episode. And the Grodio continues to put the coverage out for Steamboat Gravel. We'll talk about that at the end of the pre lap, but they're uh, continuing to rocket. Fantastic and nowhere fast, always around. So check it out. And while you're there, you can also check out the store where we still have some limited edition episode 300 shirts. Let's sell these out so by episode 400 we can have a new kit. How about that? Yes. Sounds pretty good. A uh, couple other couple other ways to support the pod. If you're uh, so inclined, you can head over to wideanglepodium.com slash coffee. And uh, grab our specific wide angle podium blends of coffee beans to fuel your ride. Or you can head over to Buckler Skincare uh, and grab the uh, uh, the Miracle Wap uh, chamois cream. Um, that is a special blend that we created. They custom made it to Tim's exacting specifications. Um, he put a little tingle in there, um, and uh, that's special for you, uh, straight from Tim. I think next time we're going to get banana scent um, added, but I got to say mm-hmm. that I'm a little, um, I'm a little perturbed because I left my miracle wrap in St. Paul. So little guy, if you want to uh, just ride over to my parents' house and oh, wow. you can okay. use some, <laughs> I got some chamois cream there for you. Um, some miracle wrap. So I, I got to do put in another order over at Buckler Skincare. Um, Spencer, I'm not going to let you uh, just gloss over in the preem lap um, and Amazing segue opportunity here when I was talking mm-hmm. about the new jersey, um, uh, the, the sorry, the new slow ride podcast jersey, not not the state. Um, for episode four hundred, we need a new kit and a new design. Are there any jerseys that have come to mind for you that uh, you think maybe would be perfect for the slow ride pod? Uh, no, not not me personally. I haven't had any good ideas. Um, I'm chock full of bad ideas. I've just been reading the, uh, Stakem's Twitter account, uh, for inspiration and I haven't really got any yet. No, you don't want to like a salmon colored Jersey. That's what I was going for. It is a beauty, but it's already been done. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to buy the official one. <laughs> oh, you should. I would love that. If you could find out if they actually sell it, please. That'd be amazing. I'll take one. That'd be great. Um, and it. little guy, anything from you before we jump back through? Uh, I saw some pictures of the old, some of the old milk race jerseys the other day, and uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of gold in those vaults. Uh, those are All pretty right. good jerseys. So we'll we dig. Mine some we'll of that. dig deep. Well, Should, we can't uh, wait. Put some of those up on the old Instagram for everybody. All right. Maybe do a nice uh, survey. But with that, let's get back to the show. I'm Joe Dombrowski from Cannondale Drop Pack, and you are listening to the Slow Ride Podcast. All 
right, guys, here we are. And as always, we'd like to give a shout out to all the folks that send us emails at the slow ride podcast at gmail.com. We get dozens all the time, so if we're able to read yours, uh, it's fantastic. We love hearing from everybody. We are going to work on getting a P.O. box so you can send us the clients. Um, <laughs> shout out to Frank Cundiff, sent us another picture of a client. Love seeing that. But um, I think we definitely got to check in with our very own Austrian correspondent, Johanna. Now, we talked about um, Johanna in the past as a um, resident of Vienna and hits us up with an email, Dear Slow Ride Pod Team. I still can't believe it really happened. Austria's Anna Kaisenhofer is the current championship belt holder. Yeah. This and the gold medal is so incredibly awesome that I am lacking the superlatives to describe the emotions a whole nation is feeling. I, I got to admit, <laughs> um, I, I, I think that for sure the, um, the president of Austria, I, I, or maybe prime minister, I, I got to check the... Uh, the, the representative democracy hierarchy here, but mm -hmm. um, I'm pretty sure when, when Anna probably got the key to the nation, it was introduced as the slow ride podcast championship belt holder sure. and gold medalist. Sure. I think we yeah. definitely got first step since I wrote the below email complaining about the lack of grand tour stage victories by Austrians. Life has changed completely for us. Austrians. This must be some <laughs> inverted form of the curse you happen to place on others. Yeah. Patrick Conrad Possible. managed to win a stage in the Tour de France, looking really powerful and determined, after an also fantastic second place a few days before. This has not happened since 2005, and also it was exactly on that day 90 years ago that Max Bula from Austria won a stage of the Tour. And to complete the statistics, there's only one more Austrian stage win by Peter Lutenberger in the 2000 time, team time trial. Something that happens on an average of every 30 years in the life of an Austrian and the stars aligned and it happened just a few weeks after writing you again, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Apparently, you're welcome. you know, I love Austria. Sure we can, uh, you know, it wasn't a guarantee, but, uh, you know, we, we made a few calls, but then come the Olympics and even more incredible history was written by Annen Kaisenhofer first cycling gold medal for Austria since Adolf Schmall in 1896, 125 Dang. years ago. And the first Olympic gold for Austria since 2004 when Kate Allen won the triathlon in Athens. Which, by the way, I is that the most recent cycling gold medal? I mean, you did win the triathlon. I mean, it is draft legal. It's partially. All right. Yeah. All right. You guys kicked me uh, off the pod. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Kick yeah. you off the pod. Yeah. We were watching it live, and Austrian TV sports commentators were totally confused what to do as they had not planned to also broadcast the medal <laughs> ceremony. Ha ha ha. <laughs> they overthrew the schedule and managed to show it to the end. So what can I say other than thank you for your inverted curse? Maybe Australia was hit by the real curse instead. The belt and great coverage oh. of the events. Please keep it going. A mountain bike title would also be nice. <laughs> Greetings from super happy Austria, Johanna and family. Thank Damn. you. Um, I, yeah. I can't believe you did it. I can't believe you pulled a Heinrich Hausler on with the curse. I know. Unbelievable. Like, I apologize in advance to Heinrich Hausler. You're going to have a wonderful cyclocross season again, and you're going to get a couple more top tens in the classics. Um, can I interest you in Steamboat Gravel next year? You can probably take on Alex Howes and beat him, Heinrich. Um, do it for Austria. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so it's wonderful to get emails. Um, we love it. So please continue to send us um, some emails. But with that, guys, I think we do need to get into the sad news. Um, and more of a gut punch news 
as former wide angle podium sponsored rider, uh, Kate Compton, uh, Katie Compton, sorry, uh, tested positive, uh, for an Mm -hmm. anabolic steroid. It looks more and more like a, uh, analytic finding or uh, adverse finding on the bio passport led to a retest with a special high powered centrifuge that Baxter Stockman would have worked. Um, and, uh, here we are synthetic testosterone open floor. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I think we're probably everybody, uh, who is a fan of us cyclocross is, is, more than well aware of, of Katie Compton. Uh, and I think everybody was probably just as shocked as I was to read the news because, you know, she is retiring. Um, it's kind of like, uh, unexpected out of left field a little bit. And then you think about it more and you're like, wow, man could be a, could be a tainted sample, could be whatever. But, um, at the end of the day, yeah, you don't test, positive for no reason you know like Mm -hmm. it just it doesn't really happen and um my my is what it is it is it's it's so hard and spencer i'm i'm you know i i said it earlier and the reason i mentioned like the wide angle podium uh sponsorship were the listeners and we like contributed because katie was the the hero right so like the gut punch Mm -hmm. is is even more because of the the outspokenness against doping um let's not you know gloss the fact that Katie was one of the most outspoken um, folks on Twitter and elsewhere about um, the doping problem within cycling in particular mm-hmm. outspoken um, against uh, Betsema um, for being able to come back after six months. And remember Betsema <laughs> was able to prove that it was a tainted sample uh, or sorry, a tainted mm-hmm. supplement um, was able to uh, kind of go that route. And it did. I, I was kind of of the thought like, Oh, no way. But then the more I kind of like just calmed and breathed, I was like, you know, my heart was broken when Tyler Hamilton tested positive. Like, yeah. you know, no, but <laughs> yeah. like very real. Like that no, was 2006 I was. and I didn't and know Dewey better. And Floyd. Um, and, and Dewey uh, and Floyd. I mean, let's continue. The, the list goes on and on. The list and is it's, long. Yeah. So. Well, right. It's and cycling. I, I think that's, that's part of the problem, right? Is like Katie's a likable person. Everybody likes her. She's been a national champion and, and a hero of cyclocross and an inspiration to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And you think, well, only bad people. Yeah. Cheat. Only bets about who has been busted before. Yeah. Right. And I, I don't think that that it's hard to separate that, right. That mm-hmm. like good people can make bad decisions or do bad things or whatever. And mm-hmm. honestly, I don't know if she was doping or not. What I do know you know, is that she received a positive test and she is accepting the results of that test, whether, you know, she can say it's because she can't fight it or whatever, but all we have to so, go off of is a positive test. She's not fighting it. I've got a couple it's, questions, you know, and maybe you guys can help me out a little. Uh, did she announce, when did she announce she was retiring? It, to me, it seems like why wouldn't the greatest cyclocross racer in the history of the United States not want to do worlds? Like, we knew she was retiring. She's been talking about it pretty much. So she was never going to do Worlds in Arkansas? Well, initially just seemed she like, was. Initially she was. And then yeah. I felt like after last year, it got kind of gray area. But Cause I to me, it's just anything, like a, but I hadn't been really paying attention either. So. Okay. I mean, again, I'm not trying to like throw conspiracy, I, Tim. But I am going to like ask the questions that, to me, the... 
Oh, yeah. The greatest racer, like, bow out after the cyclocross worlds. So that does throw yeah. into the question, like, was the retirement post, like, notification of the retest? I don't know. Like, I, I, I would I guess say possibly. A hundred percent. Possibly. <laughs> And then, yeah. and, and then the second part of this is I remember many years ago, and I talked about it on Twitter on my personal account, um, the Two Johns podcast, uh, Brendan Gavick, friend of the pod, had uh, recommended me to listen to it. And it was an episode where they were talking about Katie Compton and how she was winning those national championships at Roger Williams Park in Providence. I think she won two. And that was back when she was a Paralympian blind pilot. So for the blind tandem at the Paralympics, and so she wasn't able to do women's races except national championships because otherwise she would have lost her eligibility to um, participate in the um, the Paralympics as the, mm-hmm. uh, the, the the captain. And what ended up happening was that she would have to start in like seventh or eighth row and then go on to win. So like she had beaten like Allison Dunlap, I believe, and some other you know top racers, but coming from deep back and one of the Johns on the two Johns podcast was like, this is such an amazing story. It's so good that I wouldn't be shocked if it was so, if it was, you know, if it wasn't true. Cause it was, there wasn't an accusation accusation in there, but it was right around that time when we like just couldn't believe anything we saw. And then you got this right. breath of fresh air of Katie Compton coming in and beating established pro women in a sport. Um, and it was just one of those, uh, you know, it was just really, a little disappointed. And that always stuck with me. Cause I was always like, you know, that is kind of true. Like we don't, it's just, sometimes things are too good to be true. And then I read oh, yeah. Cosmo Catalano's, uh, takedown of the, um, the bun- bundle bungled response. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that one stuck with me because they did have six months. Like, how do they not like, you know, just, Hey, you know what? I got a bum rap. Like that could have been the response. Like I can't fight it. I didn't do it thank you for a wonderful career. And like, they could still, they could still kind of go out on the high horse, but instead it like even the letter string and yeah, there's a lot of red string. And then also just, um, a lot of like, just, I think there is something about, you know what? I'm retiring. I'm done. I didn't do it. I got a bum rap, but thank you for everything. And then uh, just leave. Yeah. I, I, I I hate to derail it a little bit. Uh, cause I know Tim will go off on a tangent here, but I think this is, (laughs) We get a lot of uh, questions about why this pod has some fandom around Valverde. And I think kind of what you're saying, Tim, is, ah, yeah, we know what cycling is. We know that this exists. Yeah. The people, the, the athletes know that it exists. Everybody's trying to push for every marginal gain that they can get via their jiffy bag or whatever. And if they get caught, they get caught. And there's certain athletes that are like, yeah, you got me. And then they come back two years later and they're like, oh, I followed the rules, did my thing, you know, now I'm back. And there's athletes that are like, absolutely did not do this. I'm going to set up the Floyd fairness fund. I'm going to you know, <laughs> do all this stuff and keep rally the people behind me. And oops. Yeah, I, I actually, I did it. I was guilty the whole time. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I honestly, I just, if everybody's going to be doing it or most people or even some people, if you get caught, just be like, Hey, I got caught. I screwed up. I'll be back in two years. See y'all later. You know, whatever. And you write a letter like, uh, Adam Berkman. He just did it. 
right? Little, I mean, little known Minnesota uh, <laughs> resident Adam Bergman, yeah. uh, former Jelly Belly pro rider who got popped and yeah. uh, came back two years later to not really have the chops <laughs> for the pro field anymore and amazing to tear ride. our legs off Still, uh, amazing, at yeah. the velodrome. Amazing. Uh, and who, by the way, Adam is the nicest guy. Yeah, like, the nicest super nice guy. guy. Love that guy. guy. Definitely, definitely a doper. <laughs> like, yeah, he did it. But also, yeah, like we raced with him for years, and he's he's a super nice guy. So, what's super strong? What's your feeling, super little guy? Strong. I kind of uh, oh, co-opted no, that's, uh, your talk. Oh no, you both you both got it. I mean, I'm I'm still ready to cheer big time for Betsimo this year, and um, you know, just it. I don't know. It is what it is, man. It's cycling. I was like kind of shocked, but kind of like whatever. It's cycling. I'm pretty jaded at this point. We've we've been paying attention to this yeah, stuff yeah. a long time. It's hard, I, but I, I feel like we've been through like, this before. Yeah, yeah. When somebody cops do it, I do I do feel better. You know, to, I mean, that's why I was like a Scarponi fan basically initially too, because all those people went down Operation Perto and he was like, yeah, I did it, you know. I but I think even it. not copying, I think even not copying to it, but just saying like, you know what, I had a good run. Thanks for everybody and their support. I didn't do it. Bum rap, but you know, I'm riding my horse off into the sunset. Is like yeah. half a step better than like the tangent that crazy town that like, went on. Well, what if you had a, a twin, you know, embryo inside you know and there's a secret you know there's all kind there's all kinds of things that could be no yeah. there's a million things i mean there's a million bazillion bazillion things that could be and that's why uh we can't trust anything ever yeah <laughs> well right? there, there's obviously so much uh more and we're just going to keep this uh keep this train a rolling but i mean this the slow ride pod uh I guess we've been down this rabbit hole before. It's not going to be yeah. the last time we're down this. I, and it hurts every time when it's someone that I, you're really into, right? I do I do want to get in one last thing specific to this podcast and the Wide Angle Podium Network about Katie Compton is that we believed in her. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, we sponsored her as the Wide Angle Podium Network. We have a contract signed with her, you know, to... To, we like we wrote her a four figure check and sent her money to do what she does um, on the, on that world stage and so that's a an extra big bummer uh, personally for this network and for this podcast and and yeah you know that hurts this is the, you know Valverde and Scarponi can do whatever uh, it doesn't really affect me at the end of the day mm-hmm. uh, this one kind of does you know and uh, and that sucks. Yeah. It does. That's a that's a very good point, and that's a good um, good good cap on this unfortunate conversation that I don't think any of us really wanted to have. Um, so that let's roll it into um, you know the area where doping doesn't exist. Of course, I'm talking about gravel racing, um, and <laughs> and and Leadville. It was the old lead boat um, classic. It starts with the hundred mile lifetime fitness lead boat um, or Leadville uh, mountain bike race. Of course, fun times all the way across, and you have Keegan Swenson and Rose Grant taking the win mm-hmm. um, over some spirited racers. Uh, you know, racing all like I saw a sprint for fourth yeah. place um, between Stetna and uh, Pace and McEwen. I mean, it, it that seems like a great race. It's capped, mm-hmm. I think, because it's on a national park. Like, I don't think that they can make it much bigger. So that's why you got to qualify for it. But um, mm. that's a little bit too much climbing for me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. no, 
No salmon jersey for you, Tim, is what you're saying. Yeah, no salmon jersey for me. But yeah. that did mean that the next day was the steamboat gravel. Now, guys, uh, they have a hashtag. Do you know how mm. to spell steamboat gravel in hashtag speak? Uh, uh, pound S T. Yeah, S T M S M B girl. Well, if you take out all the vowels, yeah. you got to take out the vowels, right? So S T E A. No, S T. This is this is pretty much what I had to do to find results um, on mm. Twitter. It's it's hashtag S B T G R V L. So boat gravel. Um, major shout oh, outs to B. To some great live coverage of this event. I was also able to follow along to um, some Twitter accounts from Wide Angle Podium, including Grodio and uh, CX Hairs. Uh, shout out to uh, Alex House for winning, and then Lauren DeCrenzo uh, for taking uh, first place on the women's side, continuing an amazing run of gravel uh, wins for Lauren DeCrenzo. Um, pretty cool to see. Uh, rounding out the podium with Lauren DeCrenzo is Lauren Stevens and Flavio Oliveira, who you may remember was the woman that was in the lead at um, ah, at Unbound. Uh, Unbound. Uh, yeah. Former racer for like the Brazilian national team. Um, has had some uh, past uh, controls, according to Wikipedia, but always been able to continue to race. Um, pretty <laughs> cool to see. And then I don't know uh, the full podium. I know Alex Howes took the win. On the men's side. Yeah. What's so funny, Spencer? <laughs> that was the funniest way just, to mention somebody's joking pass. It was really good. What? That was good. I, I loved it. I loved I it. I just read the Wikipedia page, all right? No, I don't I know. know. Just always been able to continue. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just like gravel the, racing. I, do they even like, do doping yeah. controls in gravel? Forget I don't about know. Super, yeah. No, I don't think so. No, I man, doubt it's, it. it's against the ethos. No, and you wouldn't be able to anyway because everybody takes so many shots of whiskey during the race. They'd have elevated testosterone levels, I believe, according to some research I've seen by Floyd Landis. Second, second place was Ian Boswell, uh, your unbound winner, and third was Peter Stetna in a nice. sprint finish. Um, so yeah, Leadville and Steamboat happened. I know there's a combined Leadboat championship. I haven't seen the results yet, but uh, that's pretty cool if you can do both those races. They look like complete madness. Um, Steamboat Gravel, clearly, I, as I listen to the Grodio, is one of the monuments of gravel racing, yeah, um, yeah. along with Unbound, probably Mid-South, and uh, Belgian Waffle Ride. Um, I'm assuming that that would be kind of in the Mount Rushmore-esque, uh, you know, uh, pantheon of, of racing. You know, Tim, I don't know if you saw much uh, from uh, uh, Steamboat. Which one was first? Anyway. Leadville. The first one. Um, Lachlan Morton uh, was up there in the front group um, with uh, with uh, Keegan Swenson and whoever else was there. I don't really care about gravel. Um, it's mountain bike race. But... He was not in Birkenstocks, mm-hmm. and I, I, f- I feel like I've been let down. I feel like uh, the Lachlan was built up so much to be like this bikepacking superstar in Birkenstocks, and he just he, it, it wasn't true. My dream of him was shattered. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, do you guys have any intel on this? Um, was your dream that sponsorship he sponsorship thing or something? Was his was the oh that he's not that he didn't leave education first. Um, to be sponsored by Birkenstock, yeah, or something. I don't know. Like maybe a big 
big cycling shoe, whoever their sponsor is. Um, yeah, I don't know who their shoe sponsor is. doesn't make shoes. I don't know well, who their shoes are. I think Can it would be a <laughs> big psychological thing if he would have showed up at the start mm-hmm. line, like just rolled up in Burks on flat pedals. Yeah. And they were, everyone oh. was like, really? And he's like, yeah, the knee's still bugging me a little bit. So, you know, I figured it was the safe yeah. route. Yeah. And then just like actually yeah, switch to the did... shoes like right as before the race starts, you know, just get everybody a little nervous, you know? Yeah, he's like, how much how much training have you guys done recently? I just did six thousand k. Just been doing base miles. I, I, just been doing base miles. Days. I haven't done any intensity. Yeah. yeah, that Leadville race always just shocks me. Whenever I do see the videos of them descending on the single track at like thirty miles an hour, while like the back markers are going up, of course, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, so right, because it's basically out and back across the mountain passes, and uh, oh man, it's it's pretty insane. Um, Hey, uh, we didn't. We just kind of glossed over this. This was just announced. Um, how do you guys feel about uh, friend of the pod TJ Van Garderen becoming the director <laughs> sportiste of Education First? Clearly, uh, going to be leading the ship for the the classics uh, mm. races. He's I really think it's good. <laughs> um, do you think? <laughs> oh, it's really good. You know, um, we we I, always hear I really need to... we hear about how the radios are important for rider safety, <laughs> and so we know uh-huh. TJ's going to uh-huh. be all on top of that. Like. Calling oh, out everything like you guys, you guys. I saw a little bit of a sand, some sand in the outside of one of the corners <laughs> on the race, and uh, you, there's a dog barking you? at 56k. Just don't get shocked uh-huh. and scared, okay, guys. Do you feel like um, the shocks in their car sponsorship for those team cars are going to be supple enough oh. uh, for TJ? Or do you think <laughs> he's going to get some aftermarket work done? Um, yeah. Do you, Do you think that? Can you imagine TJ Van Garderen at like the uh, the team director meeting before uh, like stage five of the tour when they go over the northern cobbles, uh, you know, like uh, you know, just the oh, it's going to be amazing. I can't wait. Um, you know, can't wait to hear more about. Uh, <laughs> people are really going to have to go deep into our love affair of uh, TJ Van Garder and he'll he'll probably move over <laughs> to uh, a directorship over at uh, AG Two R Citroen after a year or two for the uh, air suspension. Uh, so oh yeah, nice. I, don't, I don't know who's got the EF car sponsorship, but it's not Citroen, so it's not. It's not going to be as plush as a French ride. Could be. Should probably mm. look that up. Yeah, I, I'd be curious. I don't know. I was trying to pull it off the top of my head, and I can't. I, I, can't. I feel like it should be Volvo, but it's probably not. It's probably um, Subaru. It feels like it should be Subaru. I know Ineos is, is <laughs> Jaguar, but uh, yeah. I don't know. The only thing that sticks in my brain is that uh, Benesto was had. Uh, W124 Mercs back in the day, um, which mm. I have a usually broken W124 Merc, so I, uh, I have a connection. I have a real connection with that. You know. Right, yeah, obviously. Oh, man, Do you get I, a Benesto jersey yet, or what's going I on? I don't. You know, I should head over to a friend of the podcast, Carlos's house, and uh, steal <laughs> it out of his closet if he's still got it. <laughs> he used to rock that at the velodrome when we were uh, Cat 4 5s out there, <laughs> which was pretty <laughs> great. <laughs> Oh, one of the great joys in life, man, is being a Cat 4-5 and just rocking whatever jersey you want. Oh, that's it doesn't matter. The best thing is I when I could go back. a Cat 4-5 shows up before the race. You don't know what category this guy's in. Maybe he's looking pretty lean, looking pretty fit. Shows up like in a full uh-huh. BMC kit or something. You're like, who is that? Is that like is that like some guy on BMC yeah. tonight? And then the 4-5s roll out and you're like, nah, it's just a 4-5. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to worry about that guy. So yeah, it's on sale. And you know what? More power too. Yeah, yeah. I love it. No, I love it. I love it. I mean, obviously, you know, full Castorama miss... kit, I'll never change ever. So I do miss the old um, team photos where it would always be the team around the car. 
cars on um, either side. Oh, yeah. yeah, having yeah. a little bit of having a little bit of trouble of pulling that up on uh, <laughs> Team Education First on the old uh, Google. Just a lot of photos of you know duck jerseys and um, various mm-hmm. other. Uh, yeah. So I, I, yeah, if someone can find out what the cars are, that would be great. Uh, we would really love, we'll, we'll edit that in and post. Um, so yeah, TJ, best of luck, um, in retirement and leading education first to many, many victories. Um, it's we're hope. excited to see that. And, uh, one other thing that I, I did want it, it was the day across Minnesota. Now, little guy, how did that go? I know that this was going to be, uh, you signed up for this in 2019. You took yeah. last year's event off, obviously, because of COVID. Now <laughs> yeah, that COVID's yeah, yeah. solved, um, how did it go? Riding well, 340 miles across uh, Minnesota from South Dakota to Red Wing. That's only 240, Tim, but it's still it's still a big, it's a big yummy bite of gravel. Um, let me tell you how it went, Timmy. Uh, I missed the email back in January that would have given me the code <laughs> to use my deferral and sign up. So um, a couple of days before I went on the road trip that, I was doing there. I was thinking to myself, boy, I don't know how I'm going to get enough training in to do this 240 miles when we're on this trip. I'm going to bring a bike. I'm going to do some mountain bike rides, Uh but you know, it's family Uh time and I'm not going to, I'm going to, I'm going to hurt myself. So I go and I'm looking at the race and I notice I'm not on the start list. And then I search through my email and I find this email from January saying that I have to, Mm -hmm. I have to do something to get on the start list, even though I I thought I just was going to be on it. And for a second, I was upset. I was like, damn, I want to do that. And then I was like, no, this is for the best. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I mean, at this point, uh, I'm three weeks out. And, like, I haven't been riding enough to do, to do this race. And, and I'll tell you exactly why I hinted this earlier at the show. Um, we got back, uh, like, Thursday or whatever. Friday, so the day before what would have been me doing this 240-mile race, I went out. Uh, to do like a 75 mile ride and in the 50 Mm -hmm. to 60 mile range my knee started bugging me a little bit and i thought my saddle did feel yeah i do my saddle did feel a little low i was on a bike i hadn't ridden for like a month so i stopped i raised the saddle just a touch i kept riding it got worse and worse and i ended up about halfway between watertown and wyzetta west of minneapolis on the loose line trail unable to pedal what would have been a very huh. small way into the dam, um, and I had to call. I had to call Caitlin, my better half, to come pick me up because I could not ride home. I, I could not turn my leg, move my leg anymore. Um, so, a very good choice I made to not do this race and drive all the way to South Dakota only to blow my knee up in the middle of the night in a cornfield somewhere where I where I would have <laughs> and I would have yeah. clearly not had service because, as I've attested, T-Mobile is complete yeah. and utter crap. You know. <laughs> So I got to say, like when you started this story about the dam um, and not doing it, I was about to say, little guy, I will say right here on this podcast, episode 355, I will come do it with you next year. It's not happening. 20, 20 Yeah. Exactly. Because yeah. your knee. <laughs> because of my knee. Um, so I didn't do it. So that's, that's the whole story. I didn't so do it. So you're never going to do it again? I supposedly this is the last year. Um, we should shout out friend of the pod. Uh, Josh Bauer got second. Um, yeah, and from wow. the photos and Great from what job. he what he wrote on the internet, it sounds like uh, yeah, it was it was a hard, hard, hard day. But um, man, you so stayed to the catch. But they Josh. were full. Wasn't there like three hundred people at the start? Oh yeah, line? I think it sells out every year. I mean, I had to sign up. Like I had to go. I went to the like launch party in the middle of winter so I could try to sign up for this thing. You know, so ah, well, I guess I won't be doing it. Um, it looks cool, but obviously, yeah. I mean, I was 
I'm glad I was for once sensible with myself and I didn't go out hot like the beginning of a cross race and blow up. And I was like, no, this is for the best. I shouldn't do this because I really shouldn't have done it. I would have, I would have died in a cornfield somewhere <laughs> in the middle of the night. So yeah, maybe there'd be a yeah, baseball well, field around there so you could play some baseball. Fate, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Fate was on your side, little. No, bit. fate was on my like, side. Um, um, so I, to, I have one other story for you guys. One more rambly story for you guys. While I've got the floor, and neither of you talking. When I was, <laughs> who gave you the floor? <laughs> Damn it! When I was, when I was on my trip, I rode a bunch of good mountain bike trails. I rode some good stuff in Traverse City, some good stuff in um, Munison and uh, Marquette and and Bayfield and stuff. Hey, but guess guess who went to Marquette? Guess who went to Northern Michigan? Your Tim, you went year. there for yeah, like five minutes yeah. or something. Did I tell you any stories about it? I've heard got some good ones. Many. <laughs> so, um. Uh, what I want to say is, outside of Munising, uh, I rode a fun little trail on a national park campground. It's like a ten mile loop. It was fun single track. Um, it was great, sandy, twisty, super fun. Ten miles, and midway through though, and this is the fun part, the unfun fun part, is I'm riding uh-huh. and you got a creek on your left and you have to cross like a highway, and so I come up out of the ditch. Creek's on my left. There's a sign and it looks like it's pointing down right across the road. Like you go across and you just go around the guardrail. So cool. I go over there. I bomb down it. It's a well-worn path. I ride a little ways. The trail kind of starts getting washed out. So I'm like, okay, it's fine. You got to hike a little. So it's, it's pretty remote out here. I hike a little bit. And you know, when you're, you're riding, you have your shoes one tension. And then when you start walking, like in a cross race or something, you're like, ah, they need to be a little tighter. So I'm like, ah, oh, my shoes are a little too loose for all this hiking, hike a biking. So I stopped uh-huh. to tighten my shoe. Well, right as I stopped to tighten my shoe, I start getting stung in multiple places by something. Oh no! Uh-huh. Which I soon learn is wasps. I'm surrounded by wasps. Uh, really? I, I had uh, my hip, my inner thigh, uh, both my ankles were getting attacked by multiple wasps. So I start running down this trail, like farther into the woods along this trail, and I'm running, and I'm like ah, you know, screaming and like ah. And um, uh-huh. I get a little ways farther, and I don't know how far. I'm just running, and I stop, and I'm like, okay, there's no more wasp on me, I think. And I'm like, my ankle still hurts. Uh-huh. I look down, my left ankle, there's still a wasp stinging me. So I smack oh. it a bunch, you know. It it curls up and, like, dies, but it falls into my shoe. So I'm totally oh, panicking. Good. I unbuckle my <laughs> shoe frantically. Remember, I'm still on an off-camber washed-out bit next to a creek. So, of course, my shoe falls off and rolls into the creek. So oh, I'm still super panicked that there's wasps chasing me. I think we so found like, the source oh, no. of the knee pain. Yeah. So I run, I'm like in the creek and I'm like getting my shoe out. And I'm like, oh no. And I'm like still like, oh, where are the wasps? I don't know if they're following me. I get my shoe. I run farther into the woods. And then I suddenly realize the You don't have cell gone. service. No, I don't have cell service. The trail's completely gone. Like the trail just disappears. So I'm like, uh-huh. I'm like a hundred yards down trail filled with wasps and the trail ends and i'm like halfway through this 10 mile ride and i do not have cell service so i had to like hike into the woods so i could hike back to the road but avoid the trail i had been on only then to learn that the sign for the trail that looked like it was pointing down was pointing for me to cross on the highway and then go down on the other side where the actual trail was but judging from uh-huh. how well-worn that trail was, I believe many people on the Bruno's Run Trail near Pete's Lake in the Hiawatha National Forest have encountered these friendly wasps midway through the trail. <laughs> um, so, little was, guy, uh, 
pretty crazy. I got a lot of stings. I think I got at least six or seven uh, wasp stings, and they hurt for about a week. Um, Did they sting I'm, your knee? It's pretty good. They didn't sting my knee. They stung my uh, left hip, my left inner thigh, my left ankle, well, and my right ankle. Well, okay. So they didn't sting the knee, but I, I mean, I think running a good half mile in cycling <laughs> shoes on an off camber in sand, uh, you know, it's, we may have diagnosed the source of well, the knee pain. And, yeah, I, no, and no, I, I did do some running in sandal, yeah, sandals in the sand later. Two, uh, if you look at our Instagram, I, I did a little more running than usual. So that could have been uh-huh. leading to my right. later knee injury. So, look, I, I'm sorry. I'm going to extend the podcast a little bit here. Yeah, I yeah, just, no, let's keep it I, going. I, I know we don't um, have a sponsorship here with this, but you do know that you can get like a bike computer that has GPS that can show you that the route goes across the road, right? I, I mean, I've heard like you, that that's like a trail thing. forks or something, you know, <laughs> like, oh, I'm going to ride this new trail. And then, oh, there, and then you kind of look No, Yeah. The, the trail forks, you can download those uh, maps to use offline. Well, yeah. no problem. here's yeah. the thing. I didn't know I was going to go ride this trail till like 30 minutes before I went to go ride. This uh, okay. Trail. Yeah. yeah. Right. Download, download takes like 10 seconds. Yeah, yeah. Well, where was Day I going to download it again? Like I said, I have T-Mobile. If Verizon <laughs> or AT&T, wants to sponsor mm-hmm. me personally, like make me a personal sponsor. <laughs> they will. They'll well, totally sponsor you for the... like 90 bucks a month. <laughs> okay, what, what mountain bike? Were you on the Orbea? Oh, no, no, no. I've Dude, the trails were sandy and twisty. Of course, I was on my 2018 Schwamigan winning race bike, uh, the kind <laughs> oh of mountain. Oh, my God. All right. I may, have, um, I may have misled you by saying I was on a mountain bike. I was on a bike that can go on mountains. You absolutely misled yeah, us. Yeah. This is a, <laughs> so no, so I have, this is a gravel bike. bike. I brought the perfect bike for these trails. They're, they're very Schwamigan-esque uh-huh. um, in uh, much of Michigan. <laughs> Michigan is just sand. Did you guys know Michigan is just made of sand? The whole thing is just sand. Well, I did see a video of you climbing, um, doing some cyclocross training, um, moving Tom Boone and Tom Boone and out of the way um, as you ran yeah, up man. to the top. Did you, um, just for... Just out of curiosity, does this bike have a computer on it? And does that computer have a wire? I do not have a computer on any bikes. I have a computer with a wire in a bin in the basement that I haven't had on a bike uh-huh. since like 2008. It's too complicated. Yeah. <laughs> well, if, if any, you know, as much as, I, as much as I want um, Klein bicycles to be donated to the Slow Ride podcast, if anyone has like an old Garmin Edge 250, uh, you know, something that, that uh, we get a little guy some data, that'd be uh, fantastic. I probably won't <laughs> use it. Don't bother people. <laughs> well, guys, with that, it's been one heck of a time coming back into the family. I missed you guys after that two-week vacation. It's good to be back with yeah. the Volta wrapping up next week. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It's a three-week oh, tour. I guess I'm going to have no. to try to pay attention. And uh, I'd like to thank all the listeners and supporters of the Wide Angle Podium Network. Head over to WideAnglePodium.com. Find out how you can become a contributing member. And also check out the shop while you're there and get your very own Slow Ride Podcast t-shirt. Many thanks to our good friends at Grimper Brothers for their continued support with two exclusive blends of Wide Angle Podium Coffee by going to wideanglepodium.com slash coffee. And finally, Buckler Skincare for the Miracle Wap Chamois Cream, bucklerskincare.com, take care of all your needs. And with that, this is Tim still kicking in Orlando, Florida. This is Matt still in Minneapolis. And this is Spencer, recently relocated to Holyoke, Massachusetts. 
the greatest cycling town on planet Earth. Uh, reminding you to always wave at all your fellow cyclists that you see out on the road. The Slow Ride Podcast. Bikes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. TheSlowRidePodcast.com and on Twitter at TheSlowRidePod. give you some lead outs just really just to make them make your presence known yeah yeah uh absolutely let's let's make this happen there's an elegance to bike racing for all its technology and engineering it's a simple question of physics How do you move a body through space as quickly and efficiently as possible? When the rider and the machine work as one, it's almost as if the solid world has melted away and all that remains is the spirit, the pure, raw, and unfiltered soul of sport. Life is measured in many units, miles, kilometers, kilos, and pounds, but we measure it one corner at a time. We've entered the golden age of crit racing, the most exciting spectator event in sport, where all of human drama plays out before us on our city streets. On this show, we bring you the news of the day and take you inside the personalities of the teams and riders and right up to the gates of the premier events in the world. Welcome to Criterium Nation. Criterium Nation. 